Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. It's a great time to live in Mississippi, and we're talking about it. Welcome to the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi. From the Citizens Bank studio right here in on Biloxi's Back Bay, I want to welcome our listeners, not just from the Mississippi Gulf Coast, but also from Jackson and the Mississippi Delta, as we continue to celebrate the men and women who are working so hard to make Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. Hey, listen, throughout my career as the publisher of the Sun-Herald, I always spent a lot of time focusing on the military community. At the Sun-Herald, we actually published the Keesler News for the Keesler Air Force. Base and the CB Courier for the Naval Construction Battalion uh, Base, uh, the CBs uh, in Gulfport, and uh, we were always super, super active and involved in the Salute to the Military event, which was a unique event, uh, unlike any other that happens anywhere in America. Um, throughout it all, though, I came to really appreciate the role that the CBs played, not just around the world, uh, but also here for rapid response and uh, disaster relief. Uh, you, see, you see it after every storm, but certainly after Hurricane Katrina. They played such a great role in sort of helping uh, coastal Mississippi get back on its feet. I am thrilled today to have the the new skipper, Captain Anna Franco, joining me. She's the head of the of the Naval Construction Battalion Center in Guphorn, and we are, we are thrilled to have her. How you doing, Anna? Hey, Ricky. Uh, it's great to be here with you today. Well, look, you've been all over. Uh, you you uh, spent some time in uh, Miami. You came here from uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico. You uh, you even did a gig at uh, Camp David. And you're not the first one that I've talked to who had uh, who actually went through Camp David. But as you mentioned before we started the show, this is the only the first time that you've been somewhere. That, you know, two times, and that was just here in Gulfport. Uh, but you've had a you've had a long uh, journey, haven't you? I have, yeah. So I mean, twenty plus years of serving in the Navy in different capacities uh, throughout the world, uh, overseas, here in 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 the United States, and uh, like you said, this is the first time that I've ever come back to a duty station. Uh, so excited to be back on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. If you would have asked me twenty five years ago. Uh, you know, did I did I see myself ever come into the Mississippi Gulf Coast to command the CB base? I would have probably said no, but uh, my last tour here uh, definitely gave me some insight about this incredible community, and I couldn't wait to get back. You know, I think uh, this is uh, for people who are regular listeners. They hear me sort of harp on the role the CBs play around the world, but. You know, as if we were to like go back six months and then look at the the number of, uh, of of Navy personnel that have come through the CB base in Gulfport, they've literally moved all over the world, haven't they? We do. So, I mean, on on any given day, we have a CB battalion that's that's forward deployed. Uh, you know, spread across. Europe, spread across the Pacific, in Africa, literally all over the world. And, uh, you know, they are they're out there making sure that uh, that our, our, our units are ready uh, in, in, in case of, um, uh, you know, needed response, engineering support. 
um, on the ground, uh, whether it's a Pacific Island or, you know, doing port damage or airfield damage repairs, um, our, our, our CBs stand ready 24-7, uh, uh, 365 days a year uh, to be able to answer our nation's call. And, and you really do mean it. it could be military-based construction. It could be, you know, doing work in challenging environments. It could be involved in international relationships and partnerships. It could be, you know, rapid response, as I mentioned, after, after disasters. You, you both have military missions you're involved with and, and humanitarian missions. Some, some you can talk about it. Some you can't talk about. We, we, we're not able to know exactly where they are. But with, a, with the war in Ukraine that's taking place and the the unrest that we're currently seeing in the Middle East, um, you know, predictably there'll be roles for CBs to play in all of that in time, it seems. Uh, but it's a significant, it's significant the roles that you play, isn't it? No, absolutely. I mean, we definitely live in uncertain times, and and the CBs throughout their histories, you know, dating back to World War II, uh, they play a vital role in enabling really the warfighter to be able to to carry out its mission. I mean, the reality is. You, you know, airplanes are going to have to land again to, to get refueled. Uh, ships are going to have to, to pull into port to also, you know, potentially have to resupply. Uh, so the CBs are key enablers uh, for these warfighters to be to be able to, to carry out their mission anywhere in the world, really. Uh, you know, if I think back throughout my career, I've, I've you know, had the pleasure of, uh, you know, performing humanitarian type projects. Uh, but I've also had the opportunity to, to deploy in, in, in different areas where um, the construction work that our CBs are doing are, are again, enabling the warfighter to, to be able to carry out the mission um, anywhere in the globe. Construction, engineering, infrastructure development, and a long list of other capabilities, you guys can do it. And, you know, when, when CBs retire in coastal Mississippi, they, they typically get employed pretty quickly because they are they tend to be jacks of all trade. They can do so much different kinds of stuff, and they make great employees because they've learned, they've learned in the trenches, literally, how to do this well. Um, so, listen, for people who don't know about the CB base, um, we've often referred refer to it as a city. You're literally the mayor of a city. But tell people about the the number of people that are there, how they come through there, how many people are employed there. Just give us a sense of that. Absolutely. So, you know, this, the, the, like you said, the, the base is, it's, it's a city in and, in, in and of itself within a city. Uh, we can uh, pretty much uh, self-sustain ourselves. Um, we've got everything from our operational units. We have gymnasiums. We have our security forces. Which would be equivalent to our, our police, you know, the local police department. We have our own fire department uh, to be able to, to respond to emergencies here on base. Uh, you know, one of the primary missions of the base is to get those operational CB units ready to deploy. So a lot of training on any given day. You can you can drive around the base and see uh, some of our units doing command post exercises, doing construction exercises. Again, just practicing uh, here in in a very low stress environment, uh, the things that they may have to, to exercise uh, if they go overseas. Uh, you know, we have our own retail facilities. Um, so the Navy Exchange or commissary is like the grocery store. Uh, we have our own child development center um, and youth centers to take care of the kids uh, and the family members for our service, service members. Uh, so again, we're we're essentially a city within a city uh, here at the at the CB base. 
cafeterias and what I hear yep. great food and uh, some people who take a lot of pride in what they're doing. You know, one of the one of the things that I bet you're really focused on that is the role of every uh, new head that comes in there is the outreach into the community. For example, you're in Gulfport, so your relationship with the mayor of the, of the city of Gulfport and uh, the administration is really important to you guys, isn't it? I mean, absolutely. We could not do what we do here at the base without the support of the city of Gulfport. I mean, we were neighbors also to the city of Long Beach, um, uh, Harrison County, uh, the, f the folks at Harrison County as well. Uh, so, you know, we recognize that it's so important to have a positive relationship with all of those that are, that you know, are immediately around us, the, uh, the border of the base. And, and, and also, uh, you know, the members of our community, many of them, uh, live out in the community. We do have houses. Uh, in fact, I live uh, here on the installation, but the, the the vast majority of our sailors and, and men and women that work here on the base, they live in the community. So uh, it's it's absolutely critical to have a close relationship. I've had a, an opportunity to, to meet with uh, uh, the, the mayor of the city of Gulfport, uh, Mayor Hughes, and uh, in, in the short time that I've been on board, met with, with many other uh, community leaders, both elected um, and appointed, that, uh, that really make uh, the Mississippi Gulf Coast just a, a, a phenomenal place for us to work and, and operate from. Well, you know, one of the things that, and, and they, I'm sure they have discussed this with you, or if they haven't, what's behind their passion for the military, and this is community leaders, this is elected leaders, is that if you go, if you go to the history of Coastal Mississippi and the relationship Coastal Mississippi has had with this military community and its basis, has been the re reality that we understand that is a that it is a, a very symbiotic relationship that is really a partnership. So, like for example, when the base realignment and closure committees were doing their work, we were very focused in Coastal Mississippi about how we could respond to that in a way that said the community is. It not only embraces the military bases that that, he, that that are here, but but that we're not we're very focused on not encroaching in any way on their mission. We want we want them to be able to do what they do, and do it well. Uh, you think about Stennis Space Center, you know the, this incredible center over there. You, you know I, it's hard to even today for me to get my head around the amount of land they set aside so they could do engine testing there and not encroach on the communities around them. You think about the incredible relationship that Keesler has with Biloxi, the relationship you guys have with the city of Gulfport, the role that the the, the, the uh, National Guard plays here in coastal Mississippi, and then we can't leave the, the important work that the, that the other uh, divisions of the military are doing as well. But we appreciate you guys, and that's one of the reasons it's worked over so many years. Hey, when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Captain Anna Franco. And hear a little bit about the, the, the journey she went on that brought her back to the CB base in Gulfport. We'll see you after this. Mississippi Media Production.